He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require from you, but to do justice, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. As young boys in 1878, Orville and Wilbur Wright were given a toy helicopter. Uh, and this little toy helicopter, which didn't last very long, it broke pretty quickly, uh, inspired within these two boys a vision for flight, uh, to soar through the air, unfettered by the ground. Uh, and it really became this driving vision for their lives. And in 1903, after, after years of work, of, of multiple failures, uh, after building gliders and prototypes, uh, they needed um, an engine, but no one around was building an engine light enough, so they built their own engine from scratch, engineering it themselves. Uh, in 1903, uh, they flew. Uh, they broke the bonds of Earth and, and flew. Not for very long, but, but they did, and, and it was the accomplishment, it was the realization of a vision that they'd had 25 years before. Uh, what is a vision? Uh, a vision uh, sort of is this, this look at a preferred future. A vision for our lives is working towards something specific in the future and, and seeing it become a reality. It's a systematic process of, of implementing things today that will make a difference in the future. Uh, vision learns from the past and work towards a preferable future, a different future. And as a church uh, at New Life here, we have a vision. We have a vision statement. Uh, and it's, it's quite simple, but yet at the same time, pretty profound. Our vision statement as a church is to live out the kingdom of God in our church, our community, and beyond our valley. Again, fairly straightforward, but actually as, as we as we pick apart at this, it's, it's rather profound. Is this vision of, of what we want the future to look like as a people, as a congregation, to live out the kingdom of God in our church, in our community, and beyond our valley. Um, so the first question is, is, what is the kingdom, right? Living out the kingdom of God, the kingdom. Uh, the Old Testament prophets spoke uh, often about the kingdom of God, as, and they were anticipating the kingdom of God breaking in. Uh, at the time of Jesus, there were a lot of assumptions about the kingdom, uh, assumptions that um, that it was a military kingdom, that it was a political kingdom, and that it would come with, with these kinds of power. And we see the disciples uh, in many ways also expected that of Jesus. Jesus announces that the kingdom of God was at hand. The kingdom of God was breaking in. Now, a kingdom itself is a pretty straightforward idea. Uh, a kingdom has a king, a kingdom has land, and a kingdom has citizens. And Jesus is announcing that the kingdom of God was breaking in uh, with his birth, with his ministry. For Jesus, the word kingdom meant God's dream for this world come true. The kingdom of God, sort of Jesus as king, uh, the rule over the whole world, uh, with his people actually following Jesus, is really the, the, the return to the way things were in the gospel, in the garden, back in the very beginning in Genesis chapter 2, uh, where, where man and God walk together in the cool of the garden. And it's the, the kingdom of God is like the return of that restored right relationship. Um, and, and the church is to be a, a partial and imperfect 
uh, manifestation of the kingdom. That's the way that author Scott McKnight says it. The, the church isn't the full expression of the kingdom, but it, it's partial and it's imperfect, and it's the breaking in of God's reign and rule with His people over the whole earth. It's, it's the kingdom breaking in. And as we look at, at what living out the kingdom for us means, um, I keep coming back to a single verse found in Micah chapter 6. It's a, a pretty famous verse. It's, it's well known, uh, but I want to spend some time on it as I, I believe that it really unpacks well what it means, particularly with our vision, to live out the kingdom of God. So Micah 6, 8. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Uh, it's sort of this threefold mandate of, of what God requires of us, what God expects of us, what is good, what does it mean to live out the kingdom, to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. Uh, so we're going to spend three weeks on just this one verse, unpacking it, um, really digging into this vision of what it means to live out the kingdom. Uh, as Baptists, particularly, but, but in the 21st century and, and really in the 20th century too, um, I think we, we really distorted in, in some ways what it means to live out the kingdom into just sort of the, the final aspect of Micah, this walking humbly with God. And, and then we've kind of separated it out and, and spiritualized the kingdom so that the kingdom of God and God's expectation on me is just me and God, individually. It's just my heart, my prayer life, my time in the Word, my devotional life. And, and we've sort of spiritualized it and isolated, I think, the other pieces that God is expecting of us, and that is of justice and, and of actually living out kindness. And, and we want to focus in, once again, as a church, on those threefold aspects of the kingdom, uh, uh, that outward focus, not just inward. Uh, and we see that in verses that I think often we like to we kind of like to sweep under the rug a little bit. Um, and so we see an example of that in James chapter two, fourteen to twenty. What good is it, my brother, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? Uh, and it comes back, I think, to this idea of the spiritualized kingdom where it's just me and Jesus and that's it. And all that matters is my personal decision to walk with him. And James is pushing back on that and saying, what good is your faith if it doesn't have works? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things they need for the body, what good is that? So also faith itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you a foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? It's a challenge for us. I think as, as in our inclination to make it just a spiritualized kingdom, to see that the kingdom of God, the expectation on us is this threefold justice, mercy, and walking humbly with God. And so as a church, we will continue to press in on this over this season as we look at the vision coming out of, hopefully coming out of COVID. Um, what is it going to mean for us? And it's pressing into the vision that we have of, of living out the kingdom of God as a church, in our community, and beyond our valley, uh, pressing in in these ways. We will still strive to see each other walking closely with God, this humility, walking with God, 
um, our personal spiritual lives, it's submission to the Word, it's relational prayer, it's hearts for service and lives and community. That will still be a major emphasis of what we are about. But also, we want to begin to really look at local initiatives in our community to show kindness, not needing anything in return, but just simply seeking to love others, to opportunities to bless and to care. Uh, and we're looking at deepening our global partnerships as well, uh, of really reinforcing those and communicating those and highlighting um, our attempts, particularly in, in three key areas going forward, economic injustice, sexual exploitation, and unreached peoples. And, and we're going to talk about this over the next few weeks, um, but really pressing into this threefold vision of what it means to live out the kingdom. See, Israel was going through the motions of, of worship. Uh, the, the sacrifices were happening. They were going to the temple. The festivals were still going on. Um, they were going through the motions of worship, but their hearts were actually really far from God. And Micah, along with the other prophets, were calling them to return back into this kingdom kind of life. There was, in Israel at the time of Micah, there was injustice towards the poor. There was also this isolationist mentality where they, they were afraid of those who were different and kept them at arm's length. And there was also rampant personal idolatry um, and really not that dissimilar from our day. And, and, and the calling is to walk into this kingdom life. So what would it look like in terms of a vision? What would it look like for us as a church in the future like the vision that, that the Wright brothers had of, of them flying through the air, even though it currently couldn't happen. What would it look like for us to live out the kingdom of God? Imagine if we were invested deeply, not just financially, but emotionally with our justice partners around the world, caring about them, caring about the work they were doing, caring about the results, and, and praying fervently for justice in our world, for the kingdom of God to break into our world. It's like the abolitionist movement in England uh, under William Wilberforce where the people rallied together even though it was years of struggle and at times it looked impossible and at one point they even were, were, were boycotting sugar because of the sugar plantations, the slavery that was going on. They cared so deeply. They were making sacrifices to see a societal change bringing justice. What, what if the vision of what if we cared so deeply about these issues of injustice in our world as members of the kingdom that, that we began to really invest ourselves in making a difference. We were known as people who made a difference. What if we were known in our community as a people who cared deeply for the vulnerable, for our neighbors? Imagine a new life presence in the broken areas in our town. When needs arise, that we are there to respond and to do it joyfully, where we are known as a people in our community, the Christians are known as a people who, who love and who serve, and, and not just for being uh, judgmental or angry, as often as the case is, as we're seeing nowadays, but, but at truly that our hearts would go out and we would seek opportunities to show kindness and, and love and mercy to our community. And what if we loved each other within our walls? deeply and well, that we've walked with each other, that we enjoyed being together, that we were invested in each other's lives and each other's families and, and, and in each other's spiritual walks as well, holding each other accountable, giving encouragement where needed, challenging each other, holding each other to a high standard and, and, and to walk together as we do so. And, and that's really what we're trying to implement with our house church model uh, of groups of people who are actually doing life together, everyday life together, walking with each other humbly towards God. And so over the next three weeks, we're going to continue to unpack this. 
Uh, this was the vision for the next three weeks. Um, but may it be the vision for our church going forward into the future as we, as we go, what could this look like? What could our lives look like as we seek to live out the kingdom of God in our church, in our community, and beyond our valley? Imagine the, the kingdom impact we could have if we pressed into this together. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you would give us that vision uh, and not be defeatist, not be isolationist, and not just go on chasing other idols. But God, I pray that you give us a vision for what this could look like in our lives, in our church, in our community, and around the world if we simply pressed into kingdom measures. Father, give us this vision and help us to chase after it. Thank you that you love us and for the grace that washes over us. Thank you that you go before us and we follow in response to what you've done. We pray this in your mighty name. Amen. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, some time in this series. Excited uh, that it's the fall and we get to kick off into some things together. Uh, hope you have a great day.